Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 114 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. And fam, we've been doing a little bit of this the last few weeks. If you are with us for the first time this week, let me tell you just quickly what we're trying to do. This is why Worship Leader Probs exists. We want to entertain you. We started as a meme account. We want to entertain you. We want to make you laugh about the things that we all are dealing with in ministry. We want to entertain you. Secondly, we want to encourage you. We want to encourage you in your walk with Christ, uh, in your craft, and as you uh, live in, in a sense of community with other people who are serving the local church. And uh, so we want to entertain you, we want to encourage you, and we want to equip you. And that's where the podcast comes in and the conversations we have on the podcast and the Worship Leader Probs Coaching Network. And so those are our three E's, entertain, encourage, and equip. And that's what we hope to do. And I'm here with uh, someone who has been slow to the nickname game, but I think... <laughs> I have a sense that we may have landed on a nickname. We have our friend Jen Smail, who will now be known as Big Yonce. <laughs> Big Yonce. Oh man, I love it. I love it. <laughs> we finally we finally found something. You finally, we finally found something. Finally, man. And she's signed. She's living into it, fam. You know, we <laughs> called her Jen Yonce, but all the nicknames have a big in it. And I know for women, that's uncomfortable. But she's <laughs> she's willing to embrace big Yonce. I am. I am. I'll, we'll run with that one. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it is the highlight of my week <laughs> to be here right now and to have a new nickname that... I approve of. So thank you. Thank you for that one. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so I'm so uh, excited. I'm so happy to be chatting. This is what we're going to be doing on the podcast today. We're going to share some resources with you guys because again, like Brian said, we want to equip you in your ministry. We're going to share some laughs. We got some prayer concerns. That is always a sparkling yeah. feature. Can I just say, we everybody loves prayer concerns. And then we're going to be sharing an incredible interview that we had with Pat Barrett. Um, he's got some new music coming out this month. And so that's what we're going to be doing today. But before we get into all of that, let me just take a minute and talk to you guys about our sponsor, Planning Center. Now you guys the know, best. these guys are our friends. Planning Center is just the best. And if you have been waiting a hundred and 14 episodes to check them out. Stop waiting. You got to go do it. Go Go do it because here's the deal. They make software that's designed to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. And that's people. Um, Planning Center is a set of online software products. You can use them um, individually. You can subscribe to them that way, or you can use them all together as a full church management system. And here is the amazing thing. You can always try any product of theirs free for 30 days. They recently launched a new product called Publishing, and it's a way to create custom pages within the Church Center mobile app and website. So you've got to go check this out, planningcenter.com. We love our friends at Planning Center. Yeah, we do. And those socks, man. Those socks are fire. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Did you get some socks last year at Experience Conference? No, I didn't. I didn't. I got no. my first pair last Did you? last year. Yeah. You, you, have you I worn wear them, them too. They're you very colorful. You worn them on colorful. the platform yet with your jeans kind of rolled up a little bit like a hipster? Ooh, I need to try that. You do. They're going they're to say, Brian has lost his mind. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> they should already know this by now, Brian. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So how are you? How's the weather? Let's do a weather check. Oh, Phoenix man. weather I know. Check. This needs to be a regular spot, maybe, we add to the podcast. <laughs> it's the Phoenix weather check. The weather here is beautiful. It's beautiful. Our high today is 69 and partly cloudy. So, you know, a little bit warm, but not too warm. So it's really, really pleasant. You know me. I, I don't want to head into summer way, way early. So it looks like we've got some beautiful weather for the next, you know, week or so. So I'm pretty happy. 
Good for you. Yeah. How, Mine, about, how, whatever, how about you? Mine's the opposite. <laughs> just think of the total opposite of what Jen just said, and that's what I got. <laughs> snow, snow, ice, and cold. No, no. I would think the only time snow is magical is at Christmas time, and then after the magic of the season is Send over. Send it away. Yep. Yeah. Just just be done with it. Send it away. Yeah. Mm. Be, be gone with you. That's what I would like to <laughs> We're say. We're done. Done. <laughs> canceled. You're canceled, snow. We don't want you. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I have a question for you. Yeah. So you've been in ministry for how long? Oh gosh, over well over twenty years. Well over twenty years. So we're yeah. both twenty. We're both past the twenty year mark. So tell me this: mm-hmm. what is your favorite all time lyric, like worship song lyric? Oh man, um, it's hard. I think all time favorite is um, from the song "Obsession" by Delirious. Mm. That mm. in my heart burns for you. And that's all it is. They just keep singing mm. that over and over again. That's the one I constantly come back to. We actually just did it at a church a week ago. So nice. What about you? Great question. You know, you know, if you ask a pastor what's your favorite sermon, they always say the next one, right? So, like, <laughs> I, I would say probably mine. There are seasons for different lyrics, but man, right now, the bridge to Christ be magnified. Yeah, Cody Carnes. I mean. Gosh, it makes me emotional. You know, I won't bow to idols. I'll stand strong and worship you. And if it puts me in the fire, I'll rejoice because you're there too. I mean, Mm. holy moly. Yeah. You've been jamming on that one for a while. I have. I it's 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 got some staying power and Kim loves it, man. Every morning it's like rocking through the house. Yeah. Our dog is cowering over in the corner because the music is <laughs> so loud. <laughs> so is that your all time then? Right now it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I didn't know you didn't throw that qualifier out when I answered. Your what's I'm your sorry. right what's your right now all time? Well, I mean that but right now it's my all time favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I look bad because I picked this basic in my heart and you're like dropping the theology. You just dropped some incredible lyric. I'm like, oh Oh, man, man. I need to change my answer. (laughs) Hey, you know, it, I think it, it just changes for me. I'm, I'm probably more of a fickle, fickle song guy, you know? I mean, uh, certainly there's like all time, um, you know, the hymn, this is my father's world. Um, oh, let me ne'er forget that though the wrong seems oft so strong, God is the ruler yet. Mm. Man, that would be one of my all time. You Do you know that song? No, I don't. I was, <laughs> nope. You know, I dig deep into the hymnody every now and then. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> You're just continuing to make me look bad right now, Brian. Oh, I'm just come saying. on now. Come on, come <laughs> on, come kidding. on. You know what make, you know what would make you look good? What? Some WLP merch. Oh, yes, it would. <laughs> you have some, don't you? I do. I do. It's Let incredible. me tell you, people have gone hog wild on the decibel shirt. <laughs> How many decibels are you running? All of them. Yep. Uh, so you can check all the, we've added maybe, I don't know, seven or eight new shirts this week on worshipleaderprobs.com. Uh, you can also hit the uh, the shop on our Facebook page. We've added that. And uh, your boy cannot figure out how to add a shop to Instagram. So I'm working <laughs> on that. So it's maybe forthcoming. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe not. But you can always do that at worshipleaderprobs.com. And it's, it's February. So next month, March, we will be relaunching the coaching network. Uh, and that, we we just looked at those dates, Jen, and I. It's I lost uh, March eighth it. and ninth. March eighth and ninth. So you can come during the day. On it's always the second Monday will be during the day, and the second Tuesday will be at eight p.m. Eastern at night. So you got two options: a big group uh, Zoom, uh, and then you're going to have access to a thirty minute session with one of our coaches. Jen is one of our coaches. Phenomenal coach has had great uh, experience with her small group. And um, man, if you. We weren't designed to do this by ourselves, no. right? Mm-hmm. And so the coaching network is a way for you to walk in community with a lot with people who are dealing with the very same thing that you're dealing with. So yeah. uh, make sure you, uh, while you're buying some merch, go to the uh, the coaching tab on worshipleaderprobs.com. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, are you coming to Experience Conference? I am. I <gasps> am. I know. I'm so excited. Jen, it was so fun. So people don't all know this, but we met for the very first time at Experience Conference last year. Yeah, in person. Yeah. You've yeah. been memeing us and making fun of us for years. And <laughs> I'm walking down the hall and I was like, oh, there's Jen. And then I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> there's Jen. 
Yep. Um, so, man, Experience Conference, September 7th through the 10th at Disney's Coronado Springs uh, Resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, it's a worship conference at Walt Disney World. That Really, right. that's all you need to know. Right. And you need to say, I need to say this, trust us. Uh, like so far, I think we've got uh, Charles Billingsley who's coming and, um, you know, Charles Billingsley has been the worship pastor uh, at uh, Shadow Mountain in uh, San Diego mm. where uh, David Jeremiah is. Wow. He's also been uh, the worship pastor at Thomas Road Baptist Church, like in Lynchburg, mm-hmm. where Liberty, Liberty University is. Uh, so that's, that's Charles. We've got Natalie Grant uh, announced. And just let me tell you. Guys, we have seen a little glimpse into what might be coming. Just trust us. Yeah. Go register. They've got some price breaks built in. I think um, this registration price will last through February 28th. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you can get a little discount if you if you register before uh, February 20, 28th. And so just join us, man. It's going to be fun. We're committed to doing a hangout. A yeah, I was going to say, if you need an extra incentive, we've got some stuff in the works. We've got some stuff in the works for the WLP Nation where we're working on a hangout. There's been talks of maybe some sort of a scavenger hunt. <laughs> we're going to do something, man. It's going to be something. wild. Something. Something that's going to be wild. Um, you know, probably our friends from uh, from Five Words Media, Daniel Gorley, the Free Church yeah. AV guy, they're going to be at Experience. Um, you know, they just announced the winner, uh, which is a church, Ohana Baptist Church in Honolulu, Hawaii. And wow. so um, they're in d- heavy into design and walk, site walks and all that stuff. And so uh, make sure you check out our friends uh, at Five Words Media. They're uh, they're incredible, incredible people doing incredible things with the uh, free church AV and all kinds of other other stuff. So, hey, you uh, twenty nine eleven, you got some. Uh, we do. You, got new bop, you had a new bop out there today. We don't do. You? We dropped a new bop, so we're doing this. So today's Thursday. You guys are going to be listening to this on a Tuesday, but yeah, we dropped a new single today called Tether. There's a nice. couple different versions of it. We have got a piano version. Um, we've got a music video out there too. So yeah, go check it out. Tether. Um, Let's go. Incredible new song. We're really partial to it. We feel like it's uh, somebody already texted me today and said it feels like a love song between me and God. And they thought right. it was ironic timing with Valentine's Day and stuff. So go check it out. It's nice. available everywhere. You can download and stream music. Tether. Yeah. And follow 2911 Worship. They're doing some really, really awesome stuff. And, um, you know, sometimes we will get DMs and they'll say, um, sometimes you guys only talk about things that are that are going to work in a church of 5,000. Right. Yeah. Um, how your church on the weekend is what? About 400. About 400. So, um, this is a church of 400. They're doing original music, signed Mm -hmm. to a label, doing all kinds of stuff. So, um, that's a really great, let that be an encouragement to you, man. Right. Church sizes, it just, it's just a number. Yep. Um, all the ministry is all real and, uh, powerful, uh, no matter what the size of your church is. So go check out 2911 worship. Yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. You know, I'm a fan. You, are, I'm you're, a fan. Would, would you say you're, you're our biggest? Are you our biggest fan, Brian? I, I'm in the running. You are. I'm, I'm in the running for biggest <laughs> fan award. But do you want to know what I'm probably the biggest fan of? What? Prayer concerns. Brian, hit us with some prayer concerns. That's nice. You surprised me. Didn't I? But I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Um, okay, if you're if you're with us for the first time, here's what prayer concerns are in our context. Um, it's like getting a report card from your congregation. You know, sometimes you get an A. Sometimes maybe a C minus. They sometimes they don't think you're doing that great. And to tell you that, they might use the uh, the prayer uh, request section of your connection card. They might use the chat of your live stream. They might drop it into a Yelp or Google review. You never know. They're coming for you. Yeah. You just never know how they're coming. So uh, <laughs> people from all over the world send these in and they're always totally anonymous. We'll never uh, ever share your name or your church's name. Uh, you can send these in anonymously on the website. Just click on the prayer concerns tab at worshipleaderprobs.com. Uh, so I've got five today. So let's jump in. Prayer concern number one. I got a card for Pastor Appreciation Month that said, thanks for all you do, though it would be great if you played some more hymns every week. Oh my 
this is like the new sneak approach. Because Scott man. and I had one a few weeks ago where it was like a, a thank you card or a birthday card birthday. or something. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, I don't hey. care for that. <laughs> Hey. Maybe it's just how we start getting things done. <laughs> That's fantastic. Hey, I appreciate. I kind of appreciate. I kind of. Oh it's kind of appreciation. Wow. Can I just say that's not appreciation? Just not, folks, exactly, folks exactly. that just negated any level of appreciation. Don't couch it. Nope. No couching. <laughs> Uh, okay, number two, prayer concern number two. I play guitar for a small church. It's the kind of church that kind of takes what they can get as far as musicians go. One day after service, I was talking with the sound guy as I was packing up my guitar, and he said to me, you know, it'd be really nice to get a guitarist on the team here, you know, like a real one. And then he told me he'd been actively recruiting players from other churches in the area. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a nice pat on the back. <laughs> That's a yeah, it's like know your audience with a knife. That was. <laughs> I would have said, yeah, maybe maybe he'll bring a real sound guy. Right? Oh yeah, hit him with the <laughs> hit him with the clap back. That's what Jesus Touché, would do. Touche, my brother. <laughs> oh man. Okay, number three, prayer concern number three. One time I was leading "Yes and Amen." That's a good song by our friend Chris McClarney. And our clicks were off, so I, I thought there was another bridge, but the drummer played the chorus, and at the end I didn't sing because it was all off. Afterwards, our worship leader came up to me and said, Dude, that was your big moment to do the thing when the thing does the thing, and you didn't do the thing. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> That's points for creativity right, right there. I wish they'd put that, they should replace whatever the guide is in the multi-track with do the thing. Do the thing. Do the thing. (laughs) One, two, three, do the thing. (laughs) Oh, Lord, you didn't do the thing where the thing does the thing. Oh, man. So number four, prayer concern number four. When my wife and I took over the music department for our Baptist church, we had someone stop us in Dollar General store, and they said, I love y'all, but I hate what you've done with the music. Oh. <laughs> wow. That's that's face to face right is, there. That's that's a facial. <laughs> In the face. Man, that is some boldness. That's rough. That's boldness. That's that's probably not the kind of boldness that scripture talks definitely about. Definitely not. No. Yeah. No. But I hate what you've done with the music. Wow. Come on, fam. Mm. Okay, number five, prayer concern number five. This is the last one, Mm -hmm. bottom of the pudding cup. And it says, someone was very happy that we played some Hillsong music at mass because it contradicted their opinion that we were, quote, a church of retired old hippies. (laughs) What What does that even mean? (laughs) I have no idea. He's, and yeah. they go on to say, so I guess it's kind of a compliment for the band and a slam for the church. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> well, fam, those are prayer concerns. Again, you can always send yours in and keep yours coming, man. We'll never share your name or your church's name. Uh, just go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours anonymously. Or you can DM them uh, to us on Instagram as well. And uh, we appreciate you sending those in. Uh, recently, Jen and I had a chance to sit down uh, with Pat Barrett. And, uh, you know, songs like uh, Good, Good Father, mm-hmm. uh, Build My Life, yeah. and I could go on and on. Um, and just one of the most relatable guys, we, we, we loved our conversation with him. Yeah. And as Jen said earlier, Pat has new music coming out uh, on uh, February 26th. So get ready, saddle up. Here is our conversation with Pat Barrett. Well, the Worship Leader Probs podcast is very excited to have Mr. Pat Barrett with us. Pat, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me. I'm stoked about this. This is the best. Well, <laughs> you're the best. We we uh, we we have all been uh, encouraged by your songs and your ministry, and uh, we're just excited to to grab a couple of minutes to chat. Yep. Yep. Okay, I'm going to dive right in because why waste why waste right. a minute? Why there we go. Why waste? Oh my gosh! Please, I got three kids. All, all my time <laughs> is literally wasted time. <laughs> right? In the best so many... way. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Pat, oh, can yeah. you tell us tell us a little bit about how you got started? We always love to hear people's journeys, how you, you know, maybe your journey with the Lord or even stepping into ministry and music. We just want to hear about it. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of my beginnings with music happened at church because I'm a pastor's kid. So Mm -hmm. I I was at church whether I wanted to be there or not. Right. You know, (laughs) and really no choice at this point in my life. When I I look back, no choice. I mean, involuntary. (laughs) Um, So when I think back to that time in my life and, you know, what I'm doing right now, I can look back and see a lot of, a lot of the seeds being planted of the things that are meaningful to me right now. And that was music and that's people singing something they really believe, which is a whole nother sound on top of music, you know? And then there, there was the type of church I was a part of, which was a small non-denominational church with a bunch of people in the room that didn't have to be there together. And there was just a wide I'm saying variety. It sounds like what, like produce. It's not that people, <laughs> a di- different like um, denominations of the church, and and really people that that traditionally would be meeting under different roofs chose to meet under the same roof, regardless of certain differences. And that that was a powerful thing as well. The ability for worship and discipleship and faith to, to cross, to, to have a table big enough for people who don't agree this, on everything exactly the same. Yeah. So that, that was a really powerful and formative thing for me. And I, so I think there was a point in my life where my parents' faith became my own. And it was actually, it's the first time I ever heard the message, the message translation. Some people say paraphrase, they get really uptight about it. Right. Paraphrase, <laughs> translation, whatever the correct thing is. Um, and it was the first time I heard the scriptures I'd grown up my whole life with in my own language. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just remember how it had this ability to connect my head and my heart and just like the words did that Mm -hmm. and the way it was said. And so I think there's something in that too, with like songwriting for me, why I've I've been pretty, you know, songwriting for me is such a elusive and, funny thing because you know what you want to say and you just can't say it. Yeah. (laughs) And there's a million ways to say the same thing. And there's like a chase in that, that I really love, but there's also that moment where, where you go like, Oh, that's, that's exactly what I meant. Mm. And for me, it helped the scriptures come alive as well. A lot of songs I write just have like direct scripture references. So mm-hmm. singing scripture for me is just such a way to like get it into my, into my heart and absolutely not in one ear and out the other, which is, uh, happens a lot. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. You've got this new record act justly love mercy, walk humbly coming out, uh, releasing on February 26th. And, um, we have had a chance to hear it and it is, it is amazing. It mm-hmm. is fire. And, mm-hmm. um, it, it's a, such a journey, great, uh, depth. And as well as the, that, the first cut is like a, I was like, pumping my fist in the car while I was listening to it. And so, okay, Song Select has you down for 103 songs. That always is something that is really curious to me. That is a lot of songs. Um, and, okay, something that is curious to me. Okay, you've you've been a part of songs like Build My Life, Good, Good Father. Those are, like, iconic songs in the church. And so when you've been a part of songs like that, do you, you know, as creatives, we're always looking forward, always looking to the next thing. But when you've been a part of these, these songs that have like are a part of the icons of the church, church music, like, do you feel the weight of that as you go to release and write new music? Do you feel like any kind of expectation or are you just like this, this is the next thing God gave me and we're going for it? What a great question. I think I, what I feel 
is is what I felt for years. I see. I didn't. It's so funny. You use even the number of songs on Song Select. I had no idea. Um, it also makes me That's so awesome. thankful of all the songs I didn't share that are just so bad. Oh my gosh! Like, um, so thanks for that reminder. Uh, you know, any any time I've shared music. What I always try to do, and this has become a really big value for me and almost like a guiding principle is I won't share it unless it's actually like truly helped me. Mm-hmm. And there's something really beautiful that it started to do for me because I'm like anybody else. Like you, when you're creating something and you're sharing it, everyone has insecurities and everyone has like a mix of like, I feel really confident and crippling self-doubt, like (laughs) mixed into one when you're about to to share something that's, that's really important. But I was really freed from the type of fear and anxiety that's outside of my control. When, when I started to use that rubric, if you will, Mm -hmm. like I'm sharing this song because this song has helped me wake up to God or connect to my life in a way that that is um that that feels like worship and it feels like holding it as a gift and it feels like walking in obedience and any song that's helped me do that like as a songwriter what i started to realize if it's helped me i'm more excited to share it number one but then i'm also not as self-conscious if it doesn't connect with somebody else so you know, of the two songs you just mentioned, that just happen to be like the songs most people have heard. Yeah, there's plenty yeah. that no one cared about. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, y'all, like way, way more songs that no one has ever cared about. And but songs that were still equally as important to me, which is mm. that to me is the curious part. Mm-hmm. Where you have, you know, you share what you feel like you've been given, like you said, but the outcome is is actually so out of my control and my ability to navigate or have strategy for. Um, And then if it does happen and it does connect with somebody like what a gift Hmm. it's so, and that's what I'm reminded of. Like when you say that I feel what I remember is, is sitting on my piano writing the beginnings of build my life. And I, mm, I remember mm, sitting in the front room of my old house with my acoustic guitar and the verses of good, good father in that corner of my house. When I, when I needed that, like for myself and to have a song that's helped me open up to God and trust more fully, like that, that that could help somebody else. Like that is just like, that never gets old hearing those stories. That's so encouraging. Number one, but also like, wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. What a mystery. For real. So that's fantastic. Your single Canvas and Clay, it has been streamed more than 18 million times. Did you know that? That's just No, I didn't. Absolutely incredible. And I was unbelievable. I, no I was listening to it last night and I love the imagery. I love just oh, the way so you're painting a picture and then you're marrying scripture with it. And it's just jam-packed of beauty and truth all at the same time. So I'm wondering, did this song come out of like a particular particular time in your life, a situation, experience? Where did this come from? Well, it came from, I think, years of wondering about all the mishaps of life that you're like, what do you do with that? Yeah. Like those pieces. And when we sat down, so I wrote this with, friend of mine, Ben Smith and Chris Tomlin. And we sat down to write it before we had a couple hours before a worship conference that was happening in Nashville worship together. I think it was. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we sat down that, that Romans verse, you know, he makes all things work together is a familiar verse, number one, mm-hmm. but for me, yeah, the way so that good. was touching and translating into my life, like what a wild thought to, to consider God, not just as a father, but an artist. Mm, mm, mm. And I also, I've had this picture in my life for so long. Like I, ju- I could just imagine someone walking in, in the, in the middle of a masterpiece being painted. 
like pick any famous like Rembrandt or whatever. Like he's halfway through, and someone walks in and takes a look and they're like, I don't like, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> and I can imagine like it's not done yet. Right? What do you mean you don't like it? I'm in the middle of something. Right? Like you know what I mean? Like when I started to think about that way, like it made me look at my life and some of the things that I can be really critical about mm. and feel really, um, gosh, the amount of self-hate that people feel and the amount of shame and mm. guilt and, right. and we dwell on things in the past that prevent us from enjoying the, the, the present. And we're terrified of things in the future that prevent us from, realizing that even now we're being shaped and formed and God's making something really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And when I, what it does for me is it gives, it gives me grace, you know, mm-hmm. like I get done with the day and I think back and I'm like, man, I wish I was more patient with my kids. You know, I wish I wouldn't have lost my patience when I was homeschooling. I didn't even choose to do that. <laughs> Why am I homeschooling? Like, I'm thrown every. Everyone's doing their best and you're, you're, and you get to the end of the day and just look back and you have like those regrets. Like, what do you do with those regrets except trust God that he can, he can use that as well. And sometimes that is to lead us out of old patterns and old habits. And, and that once I started considering that and started to trust that, oh my gosh, it gave me so much grace, but it also gave me permission to grow. You know, mm-hmm. permission to grow mm-hmm. and permission to try and fail and risk and all those things because we're doing our best to follow the voice of God and be obedient and no one's going to get it perfect. Yeah. And, but that's where trust and faith and obedience and repentance and reconciliation and all those things that we read about really matter. It's in that space. So that that song is like, so help remind me of that. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Fantastic. That's so good. So what are you hoping sticks with people from this new project? I am hoping, well, I know for me, when I listen to these songs, I think back to the specific moment when I needed them the most. Mm. And there's songs about moving on. There's songs about being really honest about, uh, about uh, how easy it is to get wrapped up in someone's perception of you and your identity being scooped up in some religious work, like Pat, the worship leader, you know, fill in the blank. You, you associate mm-hmm. our greatest identity and, and really we put, we measure a lot of our self worth on how many people see us and love us. And we're really incentivized by our current social media craze to do that. Like we don't celebrate mm-hmm. privacy. Mm-hmm. That's great. You know, like yeah, absolutely. we can't, most people can't even read the Bible without posting about it. Like what is wrong right. with us? Like what, <laughs> What, what has so happened that we, we feel so insecure about a private life with God mm-hmm. um, that that can't be enough unless someone sees it. Not, so there's songs about that. There's songs about, um, you know, feeling like in life, you said track one with your fist pumping. Like yes. for me, it's a song about like, we're all, we're all taking the long way home. God didn't even give Israel a shortcut to the promised land. You think you're going to get the easy way out? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like we, so much happens along the way when God, when, when they walked into the promised land, he told them, I'm going to give it to you little by little. Because mm. if you got it all at once, you would be so overwhelmed. Wow. Wow. You wouldn't even be able to manage it. So we get these opportunities to take what we're given, you know, I picture Jesus with the loaves and fish, which is not enough. It seems like this is not enough to feed enough people. And it actually isn't, you know, (laughs) Um, and you know what, and then you know what Jesus does is he lifts his hands in gratitude and gives, he gives thanks to God for what is a seemingly small thing. And God can use that exponentially to touch people. Mm. And so I just think about that, like the few things in my hands right now, like I can either look at that and go like, God, this is not enough. How am I going to get there with this? 
I got goals. I got plans. I have, you know, <laughs> X, Y, and Z instead of like looking at those little things and saying like, thank you, God. Mm. I know this is, I may not think this is enough, but this is actually what you've given me. And when Jesus talked to Pontius Pilate, one of the things he said, he, he said, a Pilate told him like, why won't you answer me? You know what I have the power to do. And you know, what Jesus said was, you wouldn't have anything have it, had it not been given from heaven. Right. Amen. Amen. Which is amazing. So like yeah. you just take yep. the little things and you go, okay, what have I actually been given? I'm not going to look at so-and-so an Instagram and wish I had their platform or their songs or their, what you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to look at what God's given me and, and say like, okay, what's, what's next? And it may take longer than I thought. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be beautiful and it's going to be frustrating because he moves really slowly yeah. Yeah. And in all of that, it gives us the opportunity to trust. And, and I think for me, all these songs like have come out of that long, slow, winding obedience. And, you know, you know, those graphs, like all those financial graphs, like we all hope it's up and to the right. Like faith <laughs> is not like that. Yeah. Faith is like, you're going, you're like, am I going back to where I was before? Exactly. And it's like a exactly. winding river that you're, you feel like you're backtracking at times. And in all of it, you're trusting that God's leading you. So these are the songs that help me like in the winding and really encourage worship and trust again. Man, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. That's a podcast right there. Just the answer to that question. Um, okay, so you're you're going to be talking to worship leaders and production people and people who lead in their local churches. And so, okay, you're you're Pat Barrett, man. You you're. You, <laughs> what does that you, mean? Have you have you? This is going to be something we can all relate to. Like, have you okay. ever had? Have you ever had an embarrassing moment on stage? And bonus points if it happens to include Chris McClarney. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? My whole life is like one giant embarrassment <laughs> in front of people. <laughs> it's not even like, I can't even count how many times the broken string happens and I pretend it didn't. And you just charge through like <laughs> um, the capo on the wrong fret the ending on the wrong beat, oh, not being prepared and, and just botching every lyric that <laughs> comes at you. I've, I mean, you know what I, you know what I'm really grateful for actually? I feel really, I feel, uh, <laughs> I have compassion and empathy for the worst, for the young worship leader of 2020 and 2021, whose entire life is broadcasted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. There's no way I would have led worship if that was the case. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. We're just going to put this out? Like, what happened tonight? Like, this is going to be out there. So Forever. It's going to be out there forever. I mean, I've had so and many. And then it gets grabbed and it gets memed. And then oh, you're, yeah. on, you're on worship leader problems. You're on worship sales. You're like, <laughs> yep. people are blowing up your inbox. Like, I mean, I just can't tell you how many times it's happened. I've, I've massive embarrassment so so many and and um those are the best because you actually like grow i i stole uh, chris tomlin's encore song one time on accident <laughs> um that was uh yeah i wanted to crawl up in a ball and i was like man i'm sorry this happened but you can't get rid of me because you signed me to your label you're kind of stuck, <laughs> stuck with me for right now <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Oh, man. That's hilarious. So you mentioned you've got kids, your dad, your husband. This last year has been crazy. 2020 has just been a year of absolute craziness for people. So what are you looking forward to? What are you hoping for in 2021? You know, I had a... um I had a moment in 2020 where I, my perspective changed and what I was unwilling to do on my own, you know, a pandemic forced me to do. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I learned a lot of things about myself. 
Um, I went through the stages of disappointment last year because, y'all, I have plans for 2020. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like classic. I think back to all those like meetings you had, like prepping for the year. And you had you had out spreadsheets. Oh, y'all, there were spreadsheets. <laughs> um, and I went through I went through those phases of like number one, it was denial. I'm like, every tour is not canceled. All my plans aren't just now irrelevant. Like, so there was like, at first it was almost like, I think about like resisting arrest. Like at first I was resisting reality Mm -hmm. and I, I was like, you know, sitting with the real feelings that I had, like, number one, I did have a little attitude problem I had to deal with, but (laughs) at the beginning there, but there was just a reality of disappointment. Like, okay, wow, this is no, everyone's in the same boat and everyone's feeling the exact same thing. That's Mm. actually what's beautiful about it. Mm. And then I finally, a few months went by and I was like, okay, fine. I'm accepting that this is what's happening in the world, but I'm not going to enjoy it. Like I'll cooperate. I'll just, I'll (laughs) go along with it, but I'm not happy about it. At least I'm not resisting, you know? And then finally I hit this point and I, and I decided to actually participate. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden there was explosions of joy and gratitude and thankfulness when I stopped fighting what is, Mm -hmm. and I instead started like going, okay, this is the day the Lord has made. I can either do what I have been doing is stare in disbelief and be frustrated at it. Mm. Or I can rejoice and be glad Mm. that I have a moment. And what will I do with this moment that I've been given with plans? I wasn't expecting. And it really did um, for our family. It was amazing. We, we started to be really grateful for things that, that were surprising. And I shared this a little bit, but my daughter, my daughter, we were talking and she, she goes, dad, I hate the coronavirus. I just hate it. I think it's awful. And then, and in like the next sentence, she said, you know, but you've been home a lot. Mm. And mm. for me, I'm like, I'm not traveling. I'm not touring. I'm not, you're, you're feeling the panic of that or whatever, all your plans, you know, getting shot. Yeah. And then you have a daughter going like, you know what happened? Like you were home. Wow. a lot more. And mm. it was, it's just been a beautiful time for a family of togetherness. And I'm going to, I hate that a, a pandemic had to teach me, like I don't to point out how much I feel, I felt like I needed to be in control, you know? Yeah, sure. And if that year has taught us anything is you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, please. Right. Absolutely. That's right. So and that, <laughs> that, that type of like um, ecosystem is just primed for faith. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm walking into 2021, like going like, okay, I, I'm walking in with, I don't know. And willing to trust in the middle of an, I don't know, is such a powerful statement of faith for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm excited to write songs and I'm excited to be with my family. Who knows when we'll be together again to travel. And I don't know the answer to that. Um, but I do know that in 2021, I'm going to participate this time Mm. and find the beauty in the day that I've been given. And I hate that a pandemic had to show me that, Mm -hmm. you know, I wish I could have learned it some other way before then. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm really grateful for that lesson, you know? Absolutely. Boy, so many people can resonate with that. That's for sure. Um, Okay, so we've asked everybody this question. We just call it the big room question. So if we if we had a big giant arena room somewhere and we could gather every worship leader, singer, player, production person, we got them all in one place and we handed you a microphone. Don't do that. (laughs) Big mistake. Already like big mistake. (laughs) What what would you want to say to them? My Oh, I would say to them what I I think I've been saying to myself, really. So I would say to us all, um, there's nothing, for me, one of the most valuable pieces of leadership advice is 
be quick to listen, slow to speak, mm. and slow to become angry. Mm-hmm. And that one verse, if practiced and and it takes practice. Oh my gosh. Yes, it does. It's not just like a it's not like a very encouraging verse. This is a very frustrating verse. Yeah. Um to listen and not just not just to like hear words that someone's saying, but to listen. And then withhold your commentary mm-hmm. and withhold your reaction. And, you know, subjugate that to God, like give that not over to just instincts to react and, but to really with consideration Mm -hmm. and carefulness, not like careful, but like full of care, Mm -hmm. weigh your words Mm -hmm. and your response that way. Oh my gosh. Like I would have avoided so many leadership unnecessary blunders that didn't have to happen because I was unwilling to listen and I was too quick to speak my mind or share my opinion. And, um, you know, you don't have to learn that the hard way, but I most certainly did. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that, that would be, that would be my advice. Yeah. <laughs> I tell myself that every day. I'm like, wow, you just, did you just speak again? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I think about that in my marriage. I think that about oh, that buddy. with my kids. Like each of my kids, it's like speaking a different language. Yeah, I bet. My daughter and Harper Gray does not speak the same way that Crew speaks, and mm-hmm. Crew does not speak the same way that Cash speaks to me. So we're, I'm even like, I'm learning to listen to their language and their vernacular, and you know, in the same way that um, the message translation spoke to me. <laughs> Years ago, you know, like in the book of Acts, hearing the wonders of God in our own tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to do that with people and like, okay, I want to, I don't want to just share my opinion or my thoughts. I want, I want to hear yours. Mm-hmm. And, and in that find mutual mutuality and respect and togetherness and unity and non-polarizing opinions and non-divisive politicized language. And I mean, what a refreshing thing that would be. Hello. Yeah. Right. 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 (laughs) To have a different lens in the way we relate to each other. So uh, that would be, that's what I would, I don't know what I would say to everybody else, but what I would say to myself, (laughs) quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. And that that's a good starting place. Man, that's, I know I can relate to that from early days in ministry. I'm sure Jen, that is totally foreign to her. Yeah. She's never dealt with that. Oh, man. She would never have dealt with that at all. <laughs> uh, well, man, this has been so refreshing. Thank you so much for taking the time. So fam, be sure to look out uh, February 26th, act justly, love mercy and walk humbly. Uh, new music coming from Pat Barrett and, um, Man, I can't wait to see people's reaction. There's already songs that I'm turning over, like places I want to use that in my own congregation. And um, I'm really, I'm excited to see how God is going to continue to use you uh, as he uses this new music. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Well, here's the deal. We made a new friend. Yeah, we did. We made a brand new friend. He's so down to earth. Very, very down to earth. I loved the conversation with him. I did too. It was really refreshing. So he's got this new record coming out. It's called Act Justly, Love Mercy, Walk Humbly. Uh, It's coming February 26th. You know, we've told you this. Every time we have an artist on, anybody can stream it. Mm -hmm. Anybody can stream it. Go buy it. Yeah. You know, this is a guy who's writing church, uh, church songs uh, that we can sing as congregations and uh, go buy this music. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bless you. We've had a chance to listen to it. I think, if I remember right, there are 17 yeah. tracks on yeah. this. And, it's hefty. Uh, you know, some, 
canvas and clay is is huge out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's gonna you're gonna love it. Yeah. So make sure uh, that you go buy this new music from Pat. It's uh, we had a great time talking to yeah, him. Yeah, we did. Go check that out. Also, hit subscribe on our podcast wherever it is you're listening. Make sure you subscribe and do us a favor. Go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star rating with a nice review. I, I say this every time. Listen, if you can't leave five stars or say something nice, just don't do it. Don't do it. But leave us a five-star review. It's a huge help. It helps to get um, this podcast out in front of more people. And it's not because we think we're anything incredible, but we think that this brings value to people's lives. So it helps us to spread the word. And thank you also for following us on all of the socials at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, on Facebook, and TikTok. And you can even find us on Twitter if you look for the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. We're there. And Before we sign off today, go check out the Coaching Network, guys. This is coming up in just a few weeks, the beginning of March. This is an opportunity to really um, grow, to connect with other people, to connect with other people who are going through some of the same thing you're going through. So check out the Coaching Network. Head over to worshipleaderprobs.com. All of the info is there. You don't want to miss out on this. It's just an incredible tool. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be there. Scott will be there. Jen, uh, Big Yance, <laughs> should we say, will be there. Um, it's going to be great, uh, and we hope that that you'll join us. Uh, you know, we don't take for granted for a single moment that you guys keep listening to this. And thank you for uh, for subscribing and reviewing and all the things that you're doing. 114 mm-hmm. episodes, man, that is just a mind blower to me. So um, we also want to give a huge thanks to our friends at Maven Media Productions uh, for their help with the podcast. If you're looking for uh, social media help or strategy stuff for your church's social media presence, um, an online presence, you know, that's a big, big deal now, mm-hmm. way even bigger than it was a year ago oh, because yeah. of COVID. Uh, make sure you check them out. Mavenmediaproductions.com. They are just awesome people. Yeah, they are. Uh, you'll really, you'll love them all. You'll love them all. And uh, they love the Lord and uh, want to serve the church. So Mavenmediaproductions.com. And thanks to our friend Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. Thanks for listening, fam. We love you all. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later. Smell you later.